You're listening to Around Comics, episode 137. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable, where twice a week you'll hear a revolving panel of guests discuss comic books and graphic novels. Should we even read that, because we're changing? <laughs> well, just go with For it. now, we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> on every Thursday episode, just like this one, you'll hear either topic discussions, creator interviews, Comics 101, or creator spotlights. Today, we are talking about... Emails? Uh, yeah, we got a ton of uh, listener email. If you Over the last few weeks, we just have never had a chance to catch up to Nigerian any of them. Nigerian princes. <laughs> Viagra yeah, salesmen. Love the show. Oh, if yeah. you heard on our Monday episode about our format change, uh, we kind of took the opportunity to clear out the email box and uh, start clean from scratch. We want to yeah, mm-hmm. clean the palette. So there's many questions that have been. And in case you hadn't listened to Monday's episode, go back and listen to the end of it at least and find out what we're doing. We're changing the format of the show. We're changing the website, the forum. Uh, We're doing a lot of the same things that we've done for the last couple of years, but we're adding a lot of different things. Listen to Monday. Listen to Monday. And you'll find out. Let's roll! All right, Tom's ready to roll. All right, I'm uh, Christopher Neesman. Let me introduce the rest of the usual suspects. Mr. Tom Caters. I just nodded. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Scotty Young. I'm trying out to play Notorious Big in the Notorious Big uh, biopic. It's Notorious B.I.G. Labeled. You might want to know that before you show hey, up for the audition. Hey. <laughs> when, when, when you're down, you could call it Big. I'm mm. here to play Big. Uh, and the Biggie. movie's called Notorious. I sent in my video. I think I, I'm i I'm tall, Enough? white, and skinny. That's, that's CGI, okay. baby. That's CGI. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. They'll put you in some Baby, baby. Robert, I'm, I'm, play, to do. I'm here to play... Say, Baby, baby, and like look over it, puff a lot. Puffy. P. Diddy. I'm here to play Mr. Big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here what? to play Mr. Yeah. Big. I'm here to play Mr. Notrius Big. <laughs> Notrius Big. Ashy to classy, classy baby. <laughs> and Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. I'm. There, uh, I tried out for a role of a uh, musician in a play. In a play, in a, yeah, in a, Beethoven a, uh, in the stage. No, of, uh, John Belushi in the Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah, I tried yeah. out for. Uh, did you? For not, the you didn't get it. I did not get it, but uh, but I did get to meet uh, his uh, former ex-wife and and the woman that runs. Uh, Wait, his second former ex-wife. City. It would just be his ex-wife. His ex-wife. Well, he's gone. So is it Second City or Improv Olympic? Second City. Uh, I can't think of her name. She she ran. She's run Second City for ever. Know. Older woman. Did you cry? Because uh, no. you didn't get it? N- no, I uh, didn't Even cry. a little bit? I think it was all a, kind of a scam, uh, personally, I think. Cause they ended all up, like jackass. No, no, they, yeah. no, no, it wasn't jackass. You're making a movie. They made this Did they big shit on you? No, they like it was like an open call for, you know, no, at, jammed, at the uh, House of Blues downtown yeah. and everything. And they ended up just taking the guy that they had, r- the show had run in Canada for mm-hmm. a year or something. Oh, and they just horrible. ended up using that guy mm. for it here. Jesus. Uh, so I thought it was just sort of like press. The hate freedom. Hey. But they said Let's I was, get the uh, I was good. Back. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> first we need to uh, 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 thank In Stock Trades for sponsoring this episode. 
Waiting for the trade has never been easier. Oh, InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks. Deluxe hardcovers, essentials, <laughs> showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discount of prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials. Essentials. InStockTrades.com is your new best That is the most brand. redundant ad. Essentials. Because one sentence after you name every essentials. type of big collected book they have, you all go, whether you're buying... That's well, I know it's the talk. secret of advertising is repetition. I, don't I buy one of those a week, <laughs> one of each one of those. Because yeah, I, I might think forgot. I need an essential. This says absolute, which means I should have it, but this also says essential, which means I, I should own this because I, I need have it. to have it <laughs> in hardcover. And then there's the omnibus, which really doesn't say anything. Yeah, just tell it. Just says it's all of something. That just says we're trying to attach a big word. To yeah. this book, just call it a book. Compendium, yeah. Hardcover paradigm. Well, you can pick <laughs> you can pick all those up online at InStockTrades.com. But if you're in the Chicago area, you can come into Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles and find a lot of the same stuff. And Around Comics was recorded here every Friday at seven o'clock. It's located at forty-eight thirty-five Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would certainly enjoy to meet you yeah. in some capacity. Sir, sir, I'll I'll wave at you. I'll completely ignore the shit out of you. No. <laughs> and cuss a lot if you have true. little children. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you bring a kid in here, we'll do that. Scotty's like, oh, where's my fucking calzone? I'm going to fuck the shit out of that when I'm done eating it. Scotty gets really cranky when his blood sugar gets low. <laughs> oh, you know what? Honestly, uh, any any of my friends will tell you that. Middleton will actually be like, oh, he hasn't eaten. Let's get him some food. Because I'm just like, <laughs> what do you want to go? Shut the fuck up. I'm hungry. <laughs> Give me food. I'll eat your sketchbook. <laughs> his friends generally carry Snickers bars around just in case. <laughs> Pizzas in yeah. your pocket. Yeah. That's self-defense. Fuck off. Slice. That's why you always have that pizza bagel in your pocket. Ready to roll at all times. You have a microwave. All right, guys. We have tons and tons and tons of email, which should uh, spark some good conversation. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into them. These emails are gigantic. Let's try and edit. That's self-edit ourselves. I'll try and read yeah. them fast. Steve's. Okay, well, why don't you go for it, Tom? All right, okay. Because it's a tome. Yes. Um, hi, all from Steve. Uh, he just wants to say it's a great show. His wife discovered the show when we got an iPod earlier summer and went looking for podcasts. Uh, we will skip over some stuff. Uh, for Scotty, regarding Generation X, if you look at Chris Bacello's early work, Death, Generation X, Ghost Rider 2099, you'll find it was inked by Mark Buckingham. If you look at Bachelor's work now in X-Men versus Buckingham stuff in Fables, you'll find that Buckingham stuff looks more like that old work they did together than Bacello's current work. So Mark Buckingham's inking definitely influenced the look of combined work. What do you think of that, Scotty? Um, I agree with it to, to a degree. I mean, I think that Buckingham's inks uh, complemented uh, Chris's style at the time, but if you just look at, at the, the shapes and lines he chooses to use, I mean... Uh, then, like, let's say Generation X number one to to even looking at his later Generation X issues, yeah. he consciously made a uh, decision to go to a cartoony place. Um, oh, there's a huge, yeah. I we mean, were looking at yeah. that, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. I mean, he made, the, I mean, that was a conscious decision. I mean, I, I, and and wasn't as inker-influenced 
uh, as it may have seemed. Well, I think you can look at Chamber and just the way that character went yeah. from this character who had all those crazy Sinkavich-like right. hair and like mm-hmm. lines coming out to like a very tamed-down dude wearing a turtleneck yeah. sweater. Yeah, you streamlined, know? very yeah. much so. But I do believe, and, I'm, and if you do look back at like Generation Next, which was the Age of Apocalypse yeah. version of Generation Next when, when Buckingham was thinking, I mean, it was awesome yeah. because uh, Bacello was drawing in a much more Sinkavich loose style. Uh, which gave the inker a lot of leeway to get in there and uh, interpret in his own way, but uh, but also stick to what what Chris was wanting to do. And, and I've had a chance to look at pencils from that time too. And you, and while Chris is a loose penciler, he still lays down exactly what he wanted out of an inker. So um, I, I I've always thought that Bucking. I mean, I think Tim Towns is an amazing inker over Chris, but um, I don't believe that the inks were as much of a deciding factor or a, or something that makes it look as different as you might think. It really was a conscious decision to jump from the looser, sketchier stuff to a more cartoony-based uh, style. And, and some of that has to do with the time that it was that it was out. At that time, um, the, the hyper-cartoony, over-the-top artwork was, was just starting to really hit its peak yeah. where Joe Mad was the uncanny X-Men artist mm-hmm. and... Uh, you had a, a lot of guys like that doing doing big books like that. So, uh, and right after that, Chris went to he took over Uncanny X Men. So it, it was definitely a conscious decision. But uh, I could I could also see why somebody would think that. I wanted to actually ask you about um, uh, just the regular X Men title that's going on right now. It was done. It was Chris Bacello mm-hmm. was doing it for a while. It's Chris and Umberto have been rotating for for the last year or two, now, year and a half. Yeah, uh, but issue two hundred, they both worked on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have any idea what I mean that process for them was like? For I mean, their styles are similar, right? But uh, it's it's I just I hadn't noticed it before, and I was going back and reading those issues. I don't know that I don't I don't know what that issue was about or I mean <clears throat> I don't know if each one if it's probably some I think two teams crisis. met up right yeah. yeah well so three what, actually you had so did one artist kind of it didn't seem that way right I, I mean know, it was, honestly it was, that's I, why I was like it might have truly just been a situation where that was like the culminating issue of, well, yeah, that's of everything was. leading I mean, up to it so it they was. just let because like and then, Umberto and Chris were rotating equally like okay, every three issues okay. uh, Umberto I didn't would do three that. Chris okay. would do three so maybe it was just a situation where at that culminating issue they didn't want to give either one they just let them both take it I mean I don't know at, that's just speculation but um, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't have any idea. Then the new X Men showed up in there, and I was like, "Oh, it's not Scotty's new X Men. Nobody's mine." <laughs> I'm All the right, definitive. Uh, well, thanks for that. We, I just I cut out a ton of stuff in Steve's yeah. email, but that was the most interesting. Yeah, a lot of these emails will be paraphrased. Yeah. Um, thanks, Steve. Thank your wife too. Steve, Fusen. wink, wink. Fusen. Fusen. <laughs> uh, the next no, one, gross uh, laugh. Uh, <laughs> he did have one other point. I, I just wanted to. He, at the end of it, he said. Uh, I have one suggestion. Since this is around comics, talking about everything in and around oh, comics, right. why not mention that writers like Peter David, Mike Carey, War- and Warren Ellis all have prose novels out this year? I know you don't all read books without pictures, <laughs> but it seems worth mentioning. I do read books without pictures. Yeah, so do I. I just don't think Warren Ellis's Peter David's and Mike Carey's are very good. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I would um, like to mention Greg that Rucka writes Steve books without. Forgot to mention yeah. that Greg Rucka has a new novel yeah, out. Chris Claremont uh, wrote a couple too. They were fantastic. <laughs> and uh, there's a difference between writing comics and writing novels. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah, we, we we talked about this on the way up, and a lot of comic book writers. I mean, that's what they do. They're comic book writers, and that's what they do really well. I like Rucka's novels. I I enjoy them, and I like his comics. 
that I, I think that sets him apart from a lot of a lot of folks. It's a different. It's two different skill sets. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like They're one, two different animals. Right, yeah. and it's like screenplays or 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 yeah. stage plays and yeah. television. You know, someone's going to be drawing something. You write it differently. Yeah, from how you would write it if you just needed to convey everything. With there you go. So here we go. Who's next? All right, Alex Nath, dear Sal, and oh, the Around shit. Comics crew. Me. I hope you guys will reconsider giving up on single issues. No. I've been listening to your show now for the better part of a year since getting into comics and have found that my tastes are very similar to that of most of your regular panel. I'm relatively new into collecting comics and have liked it more than just reading trades as I did before. I have liked many of your guys' suggestions, but again, I hope that you will keep suggesting single issues rather than just trades. I also don't agree that trades are the future of comics, or at least if they are, you aren't going to like it. DC or Marvel coming out with just trades will be like major networks releasing all of their TV shows directly to DVD. Some people wouldn't mind that. While that may sound appealing, <laughs> there will be drawbacks. Yeah, the, the, com- the companies aren't making any advertising revenue off trades, DVD collections, etc. If trades are going to become the standard, then I think you'll see ads make their way into them. The price going way up, and you might even lose the extras that you get now. You know what, though? When... Um like let's say DVDs for example mm-hmm. uh, you might not be getting the advertising revenue but you got to realize when you are watching a te- television show on TV you're not paying that network to watch it the advertisers are paying it when the DVD the network itself is getting sure. my and I don't think 60 to 80 dollars so you figure again I mean I, I think uh, say say network just for a hypothetical if networks put a TV show straight to DVD um, They'd just be kind of trading, really. I mean, it would be instead of advertisers giving them money. I mean, th- this is a a huge topic that we can spend literally hours on. The future of not just uh, comics, but but TV. Um, I do want to say real quick that you know I have no intention of stopping reading single issues altogether, and I know that um, Sal and Tom are probably going to keep up. At least on some titles. Let the future pass you by, buddy. I I, I don't think I'm going (laughs) to. Yeah, I'm not going to. I mean, there will still be single issues that I'll pick up here and there. I still mostly read everything in single issues. Mm -hmm. I just am going to try and cut down a lot on the single. I mean, I believe I I was buying. I'll tell you what's going. I was buying a shitload of single issues. I mean, just a ton of stuff. Uh, and I just can't anymore. I mean, it's just the it's, it's not a space it's not issue. A, it's yeah. a cost issue. It's his, a, one of yeah. his kids called last week asking for food money. <laughs> and he, and, and then British, British yeah. and then British accent. My, Why don't you love me, Dad? Could you give me, me some money? money? So where's me pizza money? <laughs> Sorry, I had to buy the new Captain America hardcover. So, you know, I in the in the near future. Single issues aren't going away. No. In the far future, no one can tell. Oh, and yeah. I would. And I wouldn't. Say, yeah. I mean, it's like I don't really care. I mean, I, I don't just, think single issues ever disappear. Uh, no, I think that they will diminish. Yeah, I think, I think that they may change more. There'll just be an acceptance for having the format fit the story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like some yeah. some books are that's good a, at single issues. That, that's that, what I'm saying. It'll yeah. it, it won't go away. It'll diminish. I mean, mm-hmm. you're in a weird way. If you really look at it, you're starting to see it all. You're already starting to see. This is going to sound odd for to hear, but you're already seeing single issues go away to a degree. Not in that they're actually not there, but in the, in the way that there are no, hardly any new series that start and stay. I mean, the fact that almost every title that comes out now is limited to almost a, a maximum of six is... Oh, and even the ongoing, ones that are ongoing, it's like 12 issues. Stop at to be six the, or 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, mm-hmm. if, if you really want to get down to it and really look at it through a microscope... 
that is the hinting of that oh, of right. the day of well, the I'm so sick of talking about I, trades and I singles. There, but Next there, right. but there, there's no You're question. So there's no question 40. that that I the know. market <clears throat> is changing, and it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun, and it's going to yeah. be interesting I'm in to see n- how it does change. Sure. I'm in the market for a new questions. All right. So next, uh, next one's from Rebo Kesh. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I won't read it. That's cool. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Did you go want to read it? No, nah, go ahead. Fuck it. All right. Next one. Uh, just listening to the great Nicola Scott interview, and boy, does she love to talk. LOL. LO fucking L. I met Nicola <laughs> in Sydney during Free Comic Book uh, Day this year, and I got to say, she's a talented artist who is proof that you don't need to live in the U.S. to become a comic book artist for the big two. Good on you, Nicola. Uh, by the way, Rebo Kesh is a Star Wars character I made up years ago, a bounty hunter, in fact. It just goes <laughs> to show you can convey a character concept with nothing but a name. Anyway, keep up the great podcast. Joe, a.k.a. Rebo Kesh. He no Jedi. P.S. <laughs> I was the guy that sent the fan praise email to Scotty the week Mike Waringo passed away. Rest in peace, Mike. Gone but never forgotten. Rebo Kesh. Sweet, Rebo. Thank you, Rebo. Glad you enjoyed the uh, Nicola, Nicola Scott interview. Uh, the next one is from Nick Zen. Uh, I just read Nightly News, and I'm so grateful for your recommendation. I would have overlooked it if you guys didn't keep talking about it so much. <laughs> we <laughs> I, do that. I won't go into much, too much detail about why I love it, since I just wrote a review of it on Amazon. But thank, Well, we didn't read that. But thanks again for showing me some of the hidden gems that are still out there. On the other hand, I picked up Phonogram, and I'm struggling with it, even reading a chapter or issue every month, and I'm reading the trade. It isn't what I was hoping for, but different strokes for different folks. Thanks again, Nick. Yeah. Well, we're never going to be 100%. <laughs> you know, it's we're like 50% on this one. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. Yeah. You, you can't blanket tastes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, it's yeah I think we it's like cool that he found something he wouldn't have picked up otherwise, yeah. which mm-hmm. I think is actually really good, right. you know, if you think of it. I, I applaud him for saying... You know, he liked one and, and didn't, didn't like the other. So one. Uh, yeah, and, and I will mention that if you if you didn't like Phonogram, that's fine. But if you did like Jamie McKelvey's artwork, uh, make sure to Suburban check out Glamour. Suburban Glamour. Uh, uh, did it come out <coughs> this week or is it next week? I think next week. Was next it? Week? Did you read it on Future Stacks? No, I glossed over. I don't know. I was. I was. I was. I was. Uh, glazed yeah. over Spotlight Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next email it's from the Asgardians is from uh, Luke. Luke. And, uh, boy, Luke. I picked one. I am your Dear father. Around Comics, let me begin by saying I love the show and have been a faithful listener for over a year. Yeah, thank thank you. you. In addition to enjoying the show for sheer entertainment value, Tom makes me cakes. laugh and I yeah, love to hate Scotty. Fun. I really Whoa. appreciate the alternate viewpoints you guys put out, many of which caused me to reevaluate my reading habits Ooh. from time to time and increase my willingness to buy new books. Good. Yay. We're here for Here's my question slash statement. This we is don't a really <laughs> long question uh, statement. We don't hear much discussion of Batman, the title, not the character, on the show, and I can't tell for sure if any of you guys read it. I'm fairly certain that we have not had a Batman pick for Top of the Stack pick for quite some actually. time, if at all. So my question is, do you read Batman? If so, what is your general opinion of the book, particularly Grant Morrison's recent run? I, I think I picked Long Halloween. Once Did the trade, you? yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I've, I pick, I've picked, picked well, um, last year, uh, Detective, I've 2006, yeah. that the uh, issue of Detective was my, my I, favorite book well, of the year. Well, he goes on to specifically ask her about Grant Morrison's run on mm-hmm. Batman, which I'll, I'll be honest, the I, read main the Batman first, series. Uh, I read his first issue, and I wasn't that taken with it, and I, I'm not a huge Batman character. I'm more of... I like sort of like the C-list fringe characters is sort of like the stuff I like. And I actually, Batman and yeah. I'm the exact opposite. I love the, yeah. the Batman. From DC, I have a hard yeah. time wrapping my head around almost 
all DC characters, but the Batman, Gotham, yeah. Batman Rogues Gallery world is mm-hmm. fucking sweet yeah. to me. I love I love Batman the character, and I, there's books of Batman that I really enjoy, like Long Halloween right. and obviously Dark Knight and that kind of stuff. Um, it's just one of those characters I think that like like Superman. It's just it's been going on for so long. It's rare you're going to find like groundbreaking but really think, original stories but with those you, characters. I think you do find. I think you know you think about stuff that's come out recently from Batman like stuff like I love the long Halloween mm-hmm. I love you know I Broken City Hush. by Brian Azzarello uh, and uh, Rizzo yeah and like Superman awesome. you have like All-Star Superman I think the I think there's sort of a ratio problem where those characters are thrown out so much but when you think about it there <coughs> are the basics of what Superman and Batman are are great fields for people to tell stories with and you still see people tell really mm-hmm. cool stories no, with I, I characters. Just, I just meant more in the ongoing yeah, Batman. I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like the, the ongoing. I don't, I can't actually get, I have a hard time getting down on the ongoing Batman stuff, but I find Batman, like, like Tom I love say, Batman as, I mean, when you, the when you throw it into a, like an OGN or, or a mini, like a, like yeah. a, Azarello, like the yeah. Broken City, where it seems to be a little self-contained tale, mm-hmm. uh, or how long Halloween, or any of those, uh, it is a great arena mm-hmm. to tell I all types think, of stories. I think the single issues are sort of when you're talking about trades and like how things are being written for the trade. Like mm-hmm. you know, the first Morrison hardcover is already out. Like Batman of all the titles, Batman's this book where Batman and Detective, where you get your writer on it, writer and artist pair, and that's your writer and artist pair for it six issues 12 issues you know and if your tastes match that because there I read the first Morrison issue if you read that first Morrison issue and then read the Batman from two months ago well you know there wasn't a whole lot of stylistic similarities between those two books that book's sort of like an ongoing weird thing where I think it it suits itself for the trip as you get so many different people that have their own take on Batman there's not a lot of like I said, stylistic. Well, it's an ex- I mean, obviously, yeah, Batman and Superman are two iconic characters that you know that you can use. People have so many different visions of what those characters are, what yeah. they mean to them, and they can tell different stories. I just think in an ongoing monthly book, I I most of the time have not been very interested in mo. And, and there's so many. You know, you it depends on. It I depends. I mean, I thought I'd love the Morrison run. Honestly, Didn't I write the war, war, with war games. Uh, Chris, you read, you read uh, War Games, I, didn't you? I, you know, at that point, um, and actually someone had not called us out, but had wondered why we didn't talk about No Man's Land whenever we were talking our events episode. I love No Man's you Land. You guys fucked that up. By the time that War Games came out, I was really kind of sick of the annual Batman event. No Man's Land was good, though? No Man's Land was great, yeah. It was but I mean, for like the Batman titles, I'm not a huge like I don't pick up everything that's Batman, but I like Paul Dini and the ones that Paul Dini's written. I picked up the detective issues yeah. because I mean, then that's those cool things about those characters is because you'll get writers or artists that you mm-hmm. like, and you'll just pick up those issues. Yeah. And that's sort did of you ever cool give me back my No Man's Land? You, you know did, what? Bat- you? Yeah, you know what okay. Batman? Uh, <laughs> what Batman Red World <laughs> series that I did like was uh, and <coughs> I don't know if people agree or not, but I really liked the. The, the Batgirl when it started over with Damien Scott and uh, uh, I forget who wrote it. Um, there are people that enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, uh, with the the new young, what, uh, Cassandra. Yeah, Cassandra with the one that with the mute. Yeah, with her, oh, with the mask and, she, and she didn't talk. And, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the character. There's I like, I think, four trades of that run before she went away. 
I really, really enjoyed that. I mm-hmm. thought uh, the approach to her was so, you know, it was like this, basically like this little girl who had been trained to just be a killer. Right. Uh, she didn't speak or anything. I mean, yeah. she was literally, I mean, it was like they were trying to take a killer and force her into a superhero role, which is, you know, you usually don't see that, right? You, you just, But you had this person, she was supposed to be a hero, but she, by nature... She's break your neck and you know just kill you, but not because she's violent or not. That's just what she, she was. Out, she, that character came out of No yeah. Man's Land. In No Man's yeah. Land, yeah. did it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. um, I, I know that you're not a big um, a borrower of stuff, mm-hmm. but if you would like so to borrow my, my trades of, of No Man's or Land, you can buy them on the wall right there. or you can buy them tomorrow. <laughs> Scotty buys stuff. It's uh, it, it's it's Scotty's a li- a it's a little fragmented because that Batman got into it was this thing. Five different yeah, it was series. It, it was every Batman title, so you've got different artist and writer teams mm-hmm. covering you know over every Batman title. And it was basically everything in the back. I'll do it. I'll borrow them. Oh! Oh, We have a breakthrough. Next question. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, I'll never see him again. uh, This is from Nick Marino. He calls us out for making fun of Duran Duran. I just thought you would like to know Duran Duran is named for the character Duran Duran from Barbarella, a comic book. Uh, wow, it but I find be it ironic thing. that you are ripping on the guy when his famous band is named after a comic book character. Clarification: <laughs> We're ripping on him because his band sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I w- and I would they like couldn't to even name fucking the yeah. Flash. I, <laughs> I would like to say now I have another reason for not liking Duran Duran because they fucked up a perfectly fine comic book name yes. in Barbarella by attaching their shitty band to it. They yeah. took the D's off too. Yeah. Dur- the double <laughs> Duran, D's. Dur- double D's off of Barbarella. You, you know, know there's a situation where they come in and they. Think like oh we should give free we should let people know we do free not pass. give free passes to things that are fucking connected to the comic book world <laughs> you got shit that sucks their band could have been called Barry Allen in the Wally West <laughs> and I still think her name is Rio is not a good time. <laughs> You guys look angry. You're like all hungry like it's a random. Wolf over yeah. Oh, Jesus. I've been holding on to that one. Hi, this is Andy Parks. You are listening to Around Comics. Uh, the next one is from Zero Enigma. Uh, uh, he's, this is our wacky Canadian. He said, uh, <laughs> have any of you been reading Spawn? Yes, oh, one yeah. of them has. What one do you think has. of the new and old ones? Forget the McFarlane name and just talk about it as a comic book, even though it lives on the McFarlane name I don't alone. Get, I'm going to say this first. I've seen a lot of people sort of rip on McFarlane, which I'm sort of confused by, because I actually like McFarlane quite a bit awesome. as like, an artist and just as... And I just wish you could draw... Yeah, I love his shit. I have, like, a very <laughs> selfish thing, right? Just yeah, exactly. Sure. That's all I, I have like, against yeah, him. I just, I was just, but yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched an interview. Uh, I bought the the collected HBO series show in a big collection, and it had a, about an hour and a half interview with him. Uh, just random interview about his thought process. Oh, the Spawn. Uh, the, the cartoon. Yeah. Cartoon, okay. And he's just... Right, you know, just rambling about business stuff and the comic, and it started just everything, anything you could think of that probably anybody wanted to ask McFarlane. He's yeah. just sitting there talking about it, yeah. and the the guy is just out on the open. He just lays it on the table, and, and when you listen to him, you think he had it right. I mean, there's a reason that he is where he is. I mean, he just had the right mindset, and oh, yeah, and, and those and, guys from that period, like he's oh, the one man. I still think has. To me, like I mean, it's all it's all a taste thing. But sure. to me, I'm just like I wish he selfishly would get right. back into doing comics because I still, when I look at his stuff, I still think like, wow, that looks cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, that looks pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I do think. I mean, I do think that there is. I mean, we what people need to also remember is 
while Spawn was probably a lot of people's first exposure, mine included, to McFarlane. He's, he was around, they, he for, was around a for a... Oh, yeah. He, he was actually... Infinity Inc. Yeah, he, he was, was almost yeah. retiring yeah. from comics by the time Spawn hit. So at that time, he had just started a family when yeah. Spawn started. So I think that he saw... I mean, and... and I will just tell you right now, as soon as you get successful at something, the first thing you want to do is take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. after... If you've been working yeah. your well, ass I mean, off. Because I remember, because yeah. uh, I have a lot of, I, I bought a lot of those Infinity Ink back mm-hmm. issues, and when you look at the art going from Jerry Ordway, who's a very good artist, but a very traditional artist, mm-hmm. and then you get to McFarlane, and McFarlane's, his line work wasn't quite where it was at by the sure. time he got to Spider-Man, but he was doing crazy shit where things in the gutters right. were all part of it, and like... It, every single inch of the page was, was a piece of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was so different. Right. I mean, black border. I yeah. believe. I think I've been, and I've told Sal, I've been rereading. Yeah, yeah. Um, was back to the spot. Which yes. I was thinking that should be our first. Uh, I'll, I'm down with that, but it have to be like the one big, of the big, the big volumes. collections. Yeah. Um, I am. They are re-releasing for everybody's. If they want to know, they are re-releasing the entire Spawn series in like these mega collections, big Volume, phone book yeah, size. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, what did I say? 50, like fifty-five, yeah, 55 through seventy-eight, 70, or yeah, something, something crazy. like that. Yeah, so like the, the fourth volume is out. There's four volumes out that cover Spawn number one to seventy-five. I'm rereading it now. I'm into the second volume, um, and I think it's one of those books that, again, because of the kind of it's very hip to be into Spawn. It's got or lumped it's, or in. It's very, yeah, it's very hip to hate the 90s. Right. And it has got lumped into that. Everything from then sucked. And and as I'm rereading it, I'm thinking, oh my, like, and, and, and you hear a McFarlane interview, he says, when we started that book, we started it as a superhero book because we needed to rope you in. So it's very bang, bang, shoot them up, here's some stuff. But we always intended to make it, uh, and whether it's true or not, who knows, maybe he's just saying that in hindsight, but... He said, "We we intended to make it a more of a psychological book, more of a kind of a almost a horror book, and 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 you will notice as the book goes along, uh, you see less and less of a costume and more and more of just red coming out of shadows, and it becomes less and less of a superhero book and more of a like there's a lot of social issues dealt with the racism and the and the beating mm-hmm. you know the the issue that one issue that had the the child abuser father who Spawn basically went in and and used his power and, and permanently tattooed the, this guy's body with I beat my kids from head to toe and he's like a deacon at the church he was a cop so then he had to go out in public with I beat my kids all over himself yeah. so there's a lot of social issues that were brought up like that and of course the heaven and hell and, and I, I loved Spawn whenever it came out and, and I read it probably I read through 100 mm-hmm. uh, and I've I've bought every single... It's the only comic I've bought every single issue from 1 to 150. Yeah, two of each one, um, right? <laughs> Yeah. After 150, uh, I had already stopped. Yeah, I finally was like, okay. Now, when they started doing the volumes, I was like, okay, it's okay for me to stop buying the singles now. <laughs> but um, it's been a while since I've read it because I've been waiting just to, for these for the, for the volumes. The nice. Do you know how, uh, how many issues did McFarlane... Draw of Spawn. Do you have McFarlane any idea? did not draw that many. I mean, it was. Well, I mean, this goes up to seventy-five, and he's still. Oh no, the the. I mean, he people. Only, he only drew the first like twenty-five, thirty issues. Not even that. Yeah, he was Kulo, barely. Kulo he was yeah. He was barely even almost to twenty. I don't even think I he made it to twenty. Oh really? Uh, Capullo did it from twenty to a hundred, and and I think he is one of the most underrated oh, yeah. artists in comics 
in a long time. I mean, yeah, Greg Capullo is fucking amazing. I mean, it, it it's cartoony and lively and bouncy, and at the same time, it's extremely gritty and dark and emotional. So you have this cool dichotomy of these two things that a lot of people in today's comics think can't exist together, right? Mm-hmm. But because of the nature of the book and it kept going on, and people forget that Spawn still sells good today. Yeah. Uh, for an image book. For an indie. Not in comparison to mm. what it used to. But, I mean, it's I not mean, Civil War, but... Fucking, but yeah. for an image book, yeah. it still is moving. Right. Well, didn't moving they just well. announce a price drop on Spawn? On the single issues? Yeah, I think yeah, they're... Oh, did they? They're... 95. So uh, I they're dropping to a dollar ninety nine. Go out. I, I really check them out with a clear mind and yeah, maybe. Yeah, you can get a, you can you can get them for. Well, I think the maybe that maybe cheap. that should be our first. Uh, that that would be cool. Because I actually it was funny when you were talking about it last week or two weeks ago, and you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I called it. you about it. Yeah, we and, and you're saying it's like you know these are really uh, after rereading them it's like these are really good stories. These are real you know it's like you kind of. At the time, it was like it became really yeah. cool to not like it right. anymore. You know you what I mean? It's like I will say, to be, in all honesty, as much as I love it, the first maybe the first volume, uh, it does take maybe the first twenty issues for the writing to start to find its legs. Uh-huh. Because uh, uh, Abe, I think McFarlane was the main writer there for a while, and then he brought in um, I forget who was writing. Anyway, we'll talk about well, that later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they keep coming back. Anyway, it's fucking sweet. All hey, right. you guys! Uh, you guys want to go take a break, have yeah, a cigarette? Let's get I'm just gonna hang a, out inside. These are right. some long emails. I need a break. Okay. Let's go. All right. All right. Let's get this show rolling. What are we waiting for? Wait for pizza? Some more pizza? What are we waiting for? Chris and Sal and Scotty are outside smoking. So I just gotta sit here. I said I would stop by for half an hour. At 9 o'clock, I showed up at 9 o'clock. I got a half hour. Do you want to talk to me or not? Oh, we want to talk to you. I mean, it's just a matter of we, we'll start up really soon. Well, listen. The limo's coming to pick me up in one half hour. I'm gonna sit here. You can put the microphone in front of me and ask me what you want. You can record it. You cannot record it. You can send it to your fucking grandma. You can bury it underneath Earth in a time capsule so people in the future can find out what a badass I am. You can do what you want, but I'm going to be here from 9 till 9.30. You work around that. I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll get recorded and start right away. I just... We'll, we'll, we'll get... Is that up there? Is that some sort of camera? Was this a bust? What are you, narc? I'm not. No, it's for the live stream for people who can watch us. This so people can watch us do the show. Who the fuck would want to watch you record this show? You're just you're four guys sitting around a table. <sighs> you know I hated uh hated Scotty when he was first on the show. Nah, I like him. He's got a brash attitude. He's got Moxie. Doom likes Moxie. You should, uh, you should let him know that. I'm, I'm sure he'd really appreciate that sort of feedback. Doom, Doom doesn't talk to artists unless Doom's working with the artist. It's, it's how Doom rolls. It's a matter of pride. Alright. Did you, uh, did you hear bullpen bulletins? 
stopped recording. How <laughs> could you tell? Bunch of pot smokers. Freedom hating. Yeah, I have that show with our crazy Noam Chomsky rants or uh, aliens beaming in their crazy hippie messages. Uh, I had to take a shower after every time I listened to that show. Stink this liberal off me. <laughs> you, you get what I mean? <laughs> Uh, our next email is from Nick Marino again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hope you're dead. Uh, Dan isn't pissed at you. Dan. On the computer. <laughs> I really loved your uh, second show from this past week where you guys talked about re reinvigorating your interest in comic books. What I found particularly interesting was everyone seemed to have a certain series of character that brought them back. While I never stopped, just bought less issues. What brought me back to the following stuff was the comic book internet community. Uh... In fact, it was Marvel.com and Your Man at Marvel column that really renewed my interest in the medium. Getting to college in 2000, Bill Roseman's Your Man and Marvel Buzz features were a new way for me to interact, or at least feel like I was interacting with the production of comics. <laughs> I remember getting <laughs> Slow an email down a little from Tom. Bill one time when I'd emailed him them about the insanely fast customer service. To hear back from Marvel like that, to me, was like, wow, these guys actually do care. Well, I won't take a position on the quality debate that came up during the show. I would like to say that I feel comics are constantly on a path towards evolution. Right now, I find their evolution more fascinating than any other time I've been reading. I started in the last couple of years of the 80s, Nick Marino. Thanks, Nick. I guess. Well, uh, question. Yeah, it wasn't really a question. Question? Really. It was just kind of a statement. Question. Um, yeah. Should I have ended that with the yeah, question? Yeah, you know, I mean, the whole debate on what, you know, good, bad, who, you know, I don't know. Just it's, buy what you like. Yeah, that's it. what it comes down to, and enjoy what you, and don't even... If you're the only person that buys a book and you enjoy it, you shouldn't feel bad about the fact that you yes. are the yeah. one... Biz that's what it like. That's the weird thing about comic books is the fact that there seems to be some desire, like there's some magical comic book that everyone will love, right. and that will be like the holy grail right. that unites us all. Right. <laughs> like I need the one banner. Finally, finally, there's oh. one comic book. As much as everyone loves a certain comic, there'll be one person that hates it, and as much yeah. as everyone hates one comic, there's one person that loves it, and that's perfectly fine because it's entertainment and it's your three dollars. So saith the Lord. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Uh, at my altar. This one is from uh, Black Chris. Uh, what's up, guys? I love the show and look forward to it every week. There's one thing you guys are going to have to start doing, though. Talk directly into your mics. Uh, Chris does a great job of it. Take pointers from him. Yeah. This isn't a big problem, but sometimes when you guys get into heated conversations, the audio levels on some of your mics dips really low, and I can't hear until you yell again. The, the, curse words. the last show, there was an entire conversation that I only heard one side of because someone was either not mic'd or their mic was fucked up. That was probably Mike Norton because he doesn't talk into the mic at all. And he talks very quietly. He's scared of a mic. Uh, of mic. One time I turned my volume up really loud to hear what someone was saying. I'm sure they had their head turned from the mic. That was probably Tom. And out of nowhere, my speakers and eardrums almost shattered at the same time. That was all, undoubtedly me. All due to Chris replying oh. to it in his normal voice. Just figured <laughs> I'd let you guys know this. Keep up the good work and speak the fuck up black chris p.s i totally love to see scotty do a batman book i love to do a batman book <laughs> there you go what hey, what one of the sorry one of the things about podcasts that is so endearing about them is that we are not radio professionals what are you talking about so we try <laughs> what are you talking? we'll forget Turn that his, he's yeah. that he's on mic we're, and we're talking just, to each yeah, other yeah, and exactly. and a lot of times when we're talking yeah. to one another we turn our heads to talk yeah. to one another and it changes and the these angle. guys have 45 empty beer bottles in front of well yeah that doesn't so the matter. volume is probably really yeah, they're, going they're, it doesn't matter fuck you <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll try and do a better next job. one is from roger hi guys i found a wrong or 
Around Comics back in January of this year and have been a fan since. Yours is the best all-around podcast I've found. Well, thank you, except for Word Balloon. Oh, okay, well, don't thank you so much now. Uh, we love John, which is a whole different animal. I'm sorry I haven't written before now to thank you guys for the show. Fuck you. <laughs> I've been a comics fan for years, but due to wife, the universe, and everything, nice Douglas Adams reference, my obsession withered but did not die, and now thanks to you guys, it has bloomed anew. I followed up on a lot of the recommendations, the latest being scalped, and it was awesome. I'm following Scotty's lead and sticking mostly with trades due to economics. Thanks and a big shout out to the ghost of John Suntress. Glad to hear you back on the show. I just want to cool. say for people who have picked up the first trade of Sculpt, the second trade, I Even think it's going to be amazing yeah. Cool, uh, because it's a, a story that all takes place in one night from six different characters' point of views. Yeah, somebody said. Yeah, that. I was. I was. Yeah, you were about telling about me about yeah, that. Yeah, and then it's, w- I, Tom, when you read so that in spe- a trade. Speaking of the mic, I am speaking into the mic. <laughs> Um, I'm speaking into your mind. <laughs> <laughs> anything uh, by Jason Aaron is going to be good. Right not, not everything. I'm sure he'll write have something you, bad. Have you read anything Sooner or later. Jason Aaron that hasn't been good yet? He hasn't written enough. Eh, he'll write something bad. Okay, Sorry, sure. Jason, if you listen, but it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just a matter of... Hey, Everybody can't be Scotty. <laughs> it's just a matter of time, uh, man. We'll be there. We'll be there to <laughs> point it out. All right, the next one we got is from Jess, and uh, yeah, she says uh, uh, sometimes she finds a he or is this a he or she? We uh, we don't know. It, Transgender. It uh, it says there's a big problem. I find that several great collections I just won't buy because it's not in color. Marvel has put out a lot of books like Essential Daredevil and Essential Uncanny X Men volumes, and I would love to have these. However, I just can't get over the fact that they are reprint in black and white. What the fuck? Uh, in this day and age, no color. Charge me an extra six bucks, and I'm there. Does uh, this sway anyone else from buying these essential books? I see several of these in the classic art and stories, but I find I can't enjoy, uh, for example, Iron Man's classic stories. And not see the red and gold armor. Uh, any feedback would be great. That does not bother me. At I all love older. them in black <clears throat> yeah. and white. I, I mean, think it depends on the artist. I mean, if there are some artists yeah. that understand how to craft work, uh, I mean, classic illustrators, and there's. Gene, Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula, I prefer in black and white. Ah, uh, Howard the Duck. It's awesome. Black black but it also white. depends on the book because uh, the Green Lantern showcases yeah. seem a bit foolish when he's always complaining about yellow shit <laughs> and black and white. I mean, like, just sometimes, right. like, mechanically within the story. Like, you, because, There's some failures. But, uh, I mean, they were made for kids, so obviously they play to primary colors and right. characters are named sure. after colors. You know, so sometimes you miss <laughs> a little bit in translation, but I mean. You can get. I mean, you can figure. It's not complicated. They're not trying to hide right. what the yellow. Thing but you're not is. missing. I mean, yeah. coloring like you said time before. Coloring in those days was not like. It's not like it is today. No. It wasn't yeah. very polished. Well, I mean, the, the whole very basic po- the whole stuff, and, and a lot of times it actually took away from the art. Depending on the book. Uh, depending yeah. on the book. But. but the whole point of those is to cheap. release tons of content as cheaply as possible. Yeah, sure. And, you know, if you, if you want news to tell print, you know, it's on newsprint and black and white. If, yeah. the, if these omnibuses continue to be as, as successful as they have been for, for Marvel, you're going to see, I mean, they're going to put out the Amazing Spider-Man from now or from the beginning to whenever well, I think in it's omnibuses. Just, the thing I like about the essentials in the showcases is there's stuff like... Uh, Tomb of Dracula, Howard the Duck, or with the, the DC, yeah, or you know, how, uh, you know, uh, House of Mystery, you know, those type of books that, you know, they not the well-known books, and that's 
the way to get them, you know, and you can get them cheap, and it's cool to be introduced to things that they're not your run-of-the-mill superhero comic books. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people would think the all comic books have always been superhero comics. Right. You know, that's not true. There's been times a lot when it's of been different types a ton of other stuff, and that's a cool way. Superheroes to almost died. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you one know time. horror comics creation. It's a cool way to get horror. comics. I will say yeah. on the other on the other side, I do actually see her or he or she side. If that's how she, you're she, yes, I I can, oh, sure, I can also sure. completely understand. I mean, there's been yeah. times. Depending on the book, I mean, I have some black and white books that I absolutely flip out over. There's some other books that I think uh, Boy, I just, it, needs color. it just needs color. It I also mean, depends on how you're introduced to them. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, sure. I don't, I love the House of Mystery showcase, but I wasn't used to reading House of Mystery in color. Right. I mean, I don't know how, how old it, looks, it is. Yeah. Right. I don't know how old it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think in a perfect world, they'd be available both ways. In a perfect ways, world. But, uh, eh. you know, I, would have, the, I would have all the original issues. Uh, this next one is a little bit long, but I'm going to try perfect and get through world, it. Perfect world, I'd be quickly. at home. Where? Uh, dear all, uh, not being very used to writing fan letters, I apologize if this is a little rambly. I tend to go on when I'm nervous, and apparently Whoa. that translates into the written word. Having not an, uh, got an internal editor. Mm -hmm. So honestly, there's no reason to read this on there. Too bad we're going to read it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I love the show. I started listening around the 80-ish 80ish episode, Mark, but it, uh, but have now had a chance to listen to some of your back catalog. I love the dynamic of the show no matter who is on, although there is nothing like an episode when you are all there. In a terribly clicked, 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 is that clicked way, I have to say that uh, your podcast has kept me going the past few weeks. I recently had to go in for some surgery, uh, which I pr can promise you is less dramatic than it sounds. And although the surgery itself wasn't so bad, my recovery has been slow to say the least. Listening to your podcast has really brightened my days and really helped uh, through those moments of extreme boredom. I explain this is such an excruciating fashion only because you question people using the statement, it keeps me going. Did we? Um, I'll try and get through. Uh, they, this is pretty long, but I'm going to get to the questions. I feel now that my comic knowledge is impressive for a young British female. Yes, female, girl, woman. It seems unfair that because of a lot of preconceptions of women in comics, I am considered unusual and have many really comments thrown at me. What's worse is that many of my female friends fit, fit into the stereotype so completely that it is almost awkward to mention my interest in anything comic sapphire or fantasy related. Uh, some quick questions. I wanted to ask your opinion on web comics. We don't have any answers on web comics. We. I don't think oh, we will really, starting on Monday. Really, uh, yeah. Any of us really? I have read? something to say about her friends. I've often found that even my friends who don't like comics, you know, if they're your friends, if you show interest in something, like most people through your friends will be Accept curious it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had friends who've been like, oh, you know, because they know me, and if they, you know, if they think you're cool, you know, they'll be like, oh, what's this all about? And then I give them, you know, Howard the Duck, and they're like, fuck you. It's about a talking duck. <laughs> <laughs> Am I talking into the mic? Uh, well, here, if <laughs> she talks about finally it. some <laughs> slightly nerdy <laughs> questions for respect for production of the podcast. Do you guys equalize the sound file before you put it up? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is frustrating with one voice a lot quieter than the others. We know. I can appreciate you probably only God have a limited damn, number of microphones and that it's hard to get good coverage on all people present. For example, in the last episode 133, the ghost of John Suntress was ghostly, and I could barely hear Mark Norton. Well, also. You know because First of all, Suntress was across the room <laughs> yeah. yelling. Yeah. Yeah. So Suntress was across the room yelling, and, and Mike didn't really have a mic, and he wasn't speaking into yeah. anyone's mic. So it, yeah. It's hard when we get more people, because it's it's jumping in and out, and we only have usually four or five mics set up, and right. yeah, it, it's problematic. But Mike Norton's know. like Bigfoot. 
it's you free. Know, the only pictures we have of him is him like running through the forest. Yeah, it's very like, blurry. Uh, and she has might what be we a man to edit it. We use Cubase to edit it. Got a uh, lot of a lot of fucking sound technicians right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, I can understand. I mean, we're not professionals. I don't. I don't have any experience recording, you editing, can't even read. equalize. Yeah, I can barely read. <laughs> I'm we're, doing show, we're recording this on a speaking spell. I'm I'm actually tone deaf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, um, thanks again. I look forward to the next episode. May. Thank you, May. Um, and uh, keep yeah, like Tom said, keep reading what you want to read. Don't worry yeah, about your whatever. friends. Fuck, thing. fuck everyone up. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. The next email is from Matt Leach. He said, "Hey there, guys." With all this news about Jim Shooter coming back into comics, I was wondering whether any of the panel ever read any of his Valiant work or the ill-fated Defiant stuff. I've spent a lot, a lot of time following him from DC to Marvel to Valiant to Defiant, where I could just, where I just couldn't take any more unfinished storylines and decided to give up comics altogether. Uh, Jim Shooter killed him. I got back into them via the Ultimate Universe and your show, and now I hear my boy Shooter is coming back too. So I was. Interested to hear what you guys thought about his old stuff. Thanks for a great show. I, I catch you every week. Keep up the great work. Cheers. I think Jim Shooter is actually, you know, he he's gotten a lot of shit, I think, from people that sort of had creative differences from him. But I think that he's actually, he's come up with some really good stories, and he has a very proven track record of, you know, producing I think the pro- biggest stuff, problem yeah. people had with Shooter was that he came at it from a more of a bit more of a business-minded perspective than necessarily... Yeah. The guy started writing when he was, like, 14 years old. Yeah. I mean, because I, a lot of people have promised the fact that his big thing when he was in charge at Marvel was that every comic was on was time and the first, first comic person's for, yeah, comic yeah. that someone would pick up, you know? And that, I mean, people have differing opinions of Shooter. Scotty, do you have but, any opinion? Oh, oh absolutely not, no. no. But I think... I, I did like the, his Valiant yeah. stuff. It'll be cool. I mean, he has a... He has, he has a he's good writing. What is he writing? He's Legion, Legion right? of yeah. with the mm-hmm. number thirty-seven. Be interesting. So. See I mean, he's what, got a good uh, track record. The art looks bit. awesome, though. Yeah. Francis is doing a good job on the. He's, oh, he's not running looks, the company, so yeah, yeah it I looks mean, the art on that looks. Yeah. It, I think it's perfect for the Legion mm-hmm. too, because it's like a. You know, All right, uh, I got. An, uh, we have one by here from uh, Richard and is Blue Meanie and his long-suffering wife. This uh, is Blue Meanie. Yeah. Hey guys, I was thinking. People always mail you in questions about comics, but surely you aren't that one-dimensional. Yes. You have lives outside of all the superhero crap, right? Nah. I hear some of you have had sex without money cha- or trading hands. No one has <laughs> sex without money trading yeah. hands. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long, how long you say the relationship is. Money some shit. Hands. There's some shit trading hands. It's uh, cost me a hell of a lot more uh, yeah. doing it the, the right way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you land on the moral side, you're broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those kids cost money. Uh, exactly. So I thought yeah. I'd be the first to ask you all something totally non-comic related. In six weeks, me and my hot-ass wife fly out for a week to New York, and it's our first uh, trip to the States. Other than shaving off my beard in case some security person thinks Wales is a part of Iraq and gives me a full <laughs> cavity handshake, what advice would you have for someone here in the U.S. for the first time? Well... If you're, if you do have a hot ass wife, I would a suggest skip here. New York, bring 
her to Chicago <laughs> and, uh, and let me show you just what can happen without money trading hands. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 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 is, is Blue Meanie online right no, now? No, no. We've, we've like lost the well. Six in the morning in Wales. Going to coming to the states for the first. Uh, time. I'll, I'll finish this. I'll finish a little bit more, and then you guys can answer, give your answers, because I'm still all about the wife. Uh, also, I'm due to be meeting up with Jimmy and Joe from the Comics News Insider Podcast for a night of beers. As I've heard, you've uh, drunk with them, drank with them uh, in the past. Is there anything I should be wary of? I hear Jimmy's Jimmy uh, is doing his best to keep the sucky fucky five dollar <laughs> myth alive. <laughs> Thanks. Richard knows. I would suggest just making sure you keep your clothes in your wallet. Put your wallet in your front pocket. It's, it's hard to pickpocket then. Because <laughs> those two guys, from what I hear, are like... The Tory Jimmy. Artful oh, yeah. do- a couple of artful dodgers. Fucking <laughs> 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 stealing shit out of pockets and whatnot. Uh, go to New York. New, go to, uh, yeah, New York. You, you know more about New York uh, than probably any of us. Uh, Immediately, don't stay. Live on the street. <laughs> no, uh, go to um, if you want to see some good comedy. Upright Citizens Brigade has a theater, uh, which is fantastic. There's, there's, there's just tons of shit in New York. New York uh, is New York. Yeah, it doesn't I go to sleep. You can find anything anywhere. You can find music. You can I would find say have theater. some some sort of plan though, because yeah. if you just go there and I mean, like, there's so much shit. Yeah. To do that, you'll end up and not you know, seeing. There's gonna be like, why? Why are you just taking me to bodegas all day? Honey? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I have enough Lucy's. I have enough Lucy's. I've seen cats three times. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you cats, know, would I be mean, there's a difference between going there and knowing people. Like, if you go there and you know people that live there, um, they'll know. They'll take you cool places. Right. People that live there. If you don't, right. know, if you don't know people there, and you're just like visiting, you know, going around, just. Uh, Time Out New York, which is an awesome magazine, which I'm we're giving free advertising to now. God, ding! I'm sure, yeah, like they, their <laughs> circulation's huge. Uh, it's just like an entertainment thing that has different like live shows and stuff in there, and you can always find, you know, Something. if you like music, there's going to be music. If you like theater, there's going to be theater. If you like comedy, there's going to be comedy. There's plenty of places to find, you know, like pick your thing that you and your wife like to do. Swingers clubs. Swingers <laughs> club. There's sex clubs. Um, Donkey I can shows. Get you in, I can bath get you in houses. Touch. I can get you in touch with friends of mine who are alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. if, you like watch, if you like drinking. If you like lot. throw up. Yeah, if you want to watch someone drink like 14 scotch and sodas. <laughs> I have a friend I can hook you up with. <laughs> take care with. of that. Yeah, he'll take you, and then he'll take you like race car driving on a track <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I would say the other, like, uh, you know, because uh, like New York, there is the certain things to be wary of, and especially if you know, if you come there and you look like you are a tourist, a tourist, and you don't know what's going on, take you're off part- your Welsh outfit, <laughs> whatever. That yeah, is. I don't. Well, your yeah, shorts and just uh, <laughs> try to like. Uh, Act like you know what you're doing, no, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Do when you get to New York is <laughs> kill somebody. Get, no, no. <laughs> when you get to LaGuardia. That crazy. First thing you do is you find the biggest dude in the airport and you jack him in the face <laughs> immediately, <laughs> so everyone knows that you're hard. Yeah. <laughs> and look around the room and go, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from Wales, but I'm not afraid to start shit. Yeah. And and here's something that uh, that. I learned from uh, traveling with Chris oh, is not no. to do. Uh, don't piss uh, in cabs. <laughs> no, no, don't bring eight hardcovers <laughs> with you. <laughs> 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 
when you're driving around uh, from the airport uh, in the cab, don't be looking around at everything with bright eyes, going, ooh, that's amazing. <laughs> never you guys wonder why your cab ride was six hours? Yeah, exactly. And they never seen the Chris Brooklyn out of the cab. Bridge before. They dragged Chris out of the cab and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and and took all his omnibuses. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, honestly, I deserved it. You, you did. You fucking did. did. That's why I always wish people would come to Chicago, because we're not a dangerous city. Yeah, you well, could hardly ever. Yeah, as long as you don't go to certain areas. Yeah, yeah. most of it. Is but no, but well, our, whatever. Like, New York's a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> New York's everywhere slightly yeah, dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all over the place. Hey, <laughs> Chicago is the Paris of the West. Is, is <laughs> that what the Yeah, what, like 1890? That's what someone <laughs> said. <laughs> For the Olympics, is, that's uh, going to be a big push. This is an Welcome email that we got uh, earlier this week and was posted <laughs> on the uh, the forum. But uh, Brian Bruce from the USS Abraham Lincoln just wanted to let everyone know that they are back on rotation. They left port oh, on... Send him his fucking shows. Yeah. God. <laughs> yes, Tom. Um, but uh, okay. if anyone... And I just want to throw this out there. If anyone has extra trades or comics laying around that they would like to donate to the crew of the USS Abraham Lincoln, you can send them uh, care of Brian Bruce, USS Abraham Lincoln... A I M D um, space I M slash three next line F P O comma A P nine six six one two. He gave us the nuke codes on accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sweet! Oh, shit! No, dude, you need two keys <laughs> to activate the nuclear weapon. But n- no, I, I, I'm sure you can find out ways to to send stuff to um uh to the Navy and and we know so, that we just have don't a lot send them your shit too. Don't send them the books that you don't. I got a <laughs> box of uh... yeah. Sal's gonna be sending four boxes of shit. <laughs> Here you go, man. I got a bunch of valiants. Uh, so we, we know we know that uh, several of the guys and, and gals on the crew of the of the the Lincoln are listening. So um, good luck for the next yeah. seven months. Um, sail safe, and uh, we'll be thinking of you. And hopefully, uh, we're coming up to the right. holiday season, so it may not be a bad idea if you're looking to do something nice for someone to maybe buy. And I believe we're putting together our Christmas uh, um, <laughs> overseas. A- <laughs> USO show. USO show, You're sending yeah. me overseas. <laughs> yeah, we're sending Tom. Scotty Tom. We're going Scotty and Tom. Yeah. We're going to dance in Charleston, baby. But we're sending you guys media mail. Oh, uh, we'll get there. Hey, we, I do want them to... Too I bad the war probably won't be over by that time. Sorry <laughs> I, to get political. Oh. I have a request, though. I was wondering if they could take whatever kind of food dolphins like, fish, mackerel, whatever they like, throw it over... Kelp. But do it in a strategic way that would spell Scotty is fucking awesome. <laughs> and so that and dolphins, dolphins and dolphins will come up and eat it. <laughs> and the dolphins would be spelling Scotty's fucking awesome. No, and then the thing is when we'll they both poop. be on the boat and then I'll just look out oh that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Yeah, that's kinda cool. Yeah, yeah, sweet. We, let, let, we'll do we'll go overseas, man. USO tour. Take it yeah. on a tour. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna fly the fucking jet like, like Bob Georgie. Hope and uh, like Georgie fucking Bush. I'm gonna fly my jet at <laughs> Mission jet accomplished. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how we end the show. Mission accomplished. 
<laughs> Drop a huge band yeah. and just walk away. A real uh, and, and actually, um, Brian said he was going to send us some reports while they're over in uh, uh, Japan. He's going to send back some reports and tell us what the the manga cafes and that kind of stuff are like. About all the homies yeah. yeah. who don't live in them. Yeah. Um, a, re- a real quick note: um, John and Matt from the Quiet Panelologist at work. Uh, I think Matt's on holiday, so they're not again out shows. Yeah, again. In England, they have like nine weeks of holiday. Yeah, no I'm, shit. The country's like five feet big, so everyone <laughs> has to take big. everyone has to take a weekend <laughs> off. So everyone can fit. <laughs> Traffic's just fucked unless you take that week off. <laughs> so, so they started this contest on their show, Quiet Panelologists at Work, and now they're showing it off on us to let people know about because they're on holiday. Um, real what, quick, what, wait, Jesus, what do we get out of it? Um, Actually, I think John said he would love us forever. That's, That's bullshit. Yeah. I've had uh, for me. I hate love. <laughs> Read it. Um, yeah. The, but anyway, th- this is their competition. So e- email them about it. Um, it's their Hope Falls competition, which I actually read the preview of Hope Falls from Marcosia, and it was good. But um, order Hope Falls. Take a picture uh, of yourself with the issue. Naked. Email the, <laughs> email the photograph Naked. to mail at panelologist.com. <laughs> Hold it over your groin. Put it over your You have genitals. to have a giant heart on. <laughs> and they're going to draw on February 1st and uh, and announce a winner. And apparently the winner is going to get a bunch of cool stuff, including original art pages and whatnot. I guarantee if you cover your genitals with it, that you, your <laughs> you chance probably win by probably 1% or 2%. <laughs> so, anyway, we, we love the panelologists. Matt and John are yeah, great they guys. Do. They run a great show. So check out their last episode. It gives better details on the uh, on the. Or contest. go to their website. Go to their website, exactly. Genitals. So. And genitals. Cox. Lots and lots of genitals. Lots of genitals. All right, Cox that's, that's all the emails I got. That's all anything of them. else? That's, that's a, a lot of fucking emails. Jesus, right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of us. I know. We should change the format. Well, hey. <laughs> hey. hey. What an idea. Um, Tom, why don't you tell folks about our new Thursday <laughs> format? On Thursdays, we're just going to talk about whatever we like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You won't hear us anymore, like, bitching and complaining so much. It's so late! Yeah, it's so late, because it won't be that late no. to me. Because of the illusion, you know, I'll, I'll leave earlier and I can go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on Mondays, we'll have a show that's uh, mixed up with a bunch of different people doing stuff. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Wow. Hey, hey, people are hyped. You are, you are fucking electric, Tom. Hey, listen. Hey, I'm Tom saving just nutshells it, man. Show. Yeah. Oh, I could give the 45-minute apology <laughs> slash explanation. <laughs> Sorry, oh dear listeners, yeah. for all the, well, no profit we've made from you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just giving it straight up. We're just going to change it so we don't have to stay here so late. <laughs> so look forward starting next week to our new format. Our new lazy-ass yeah. format. Yeah. Hey, go uh, back and listen to Monday's episode to get more details. Exactly, about it. exactly. And check so, the site. Uh, the roundtable will be back uh, next Thursday. Yes. So, and we... Do we even know what we're going to be talking about? No, huh? that's the that's beauty, the beauty of, of it. We'll, we'll find maybe. out then. I'm saying too I might genius. show up butt naked hey. with something hanging out of my ass. <laughs> what makes that different from any other show, Scotty? I'm not oh, going to be here. In my mind, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so you bitches that always want to talk about guys, comic-y do, books. Do you guys want to want me to um, call you from work and just give you like a quick five-minute... I'll just ask one question. Just like, which one <laughs> you're not going to show up. You oh, you're not going to be here next week. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll call you. Yeah, Give us, a, give us a ring-a-ding. I'll now. say, hey, what's up? Hey, we're gonna, it's going to be two hours of us talking about Kid Nation. 
fucking nation. Oh, God. Why would anyone want to torture children like that? <laughs> die, Piggy, you die! Know, you, know why kids, you, yeah, you know why kids don't run shit? Because they it's don't know camp. anything. <laughs> that's how. What's why society is set up the way it is. Where adults Save it, baby. Shit. Yeah. Save it. Save it for the show. You're fucking it up. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All I can say is, why is everyone surprised that they're crying? Kids don't run stuff. You're eight years old and you want to go home. Why? You're a pussy because you can't be the mayor of a town. When you're Pick eight? up that axe. <laughs> the best part of it is fucking Chris said. There's a goddamn whore on it already. They had their first old streetwalker. They had their first prostitute I this love week. That she sh- wasn't a prostitute. She was an uh, exotic dancer. <laughs> Get it straight. There's a fine line. But and, and we're bitching about a, a fucking book report on a comic. <laughs> we got a television show that comes on at 7 o'clock <laughs> that has 15-year-old fucking prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're la- and it's like, yeah! But it's, a, but it's, a, it's an experiment on... Why adults run things? <laughs> well, a big surprise. They're just proving yeah, it to themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you leave a kid alone uh, with TV cameras in front of him for uh, for two hours. Guess what? Sucking cock. I miss my I miss my dad. I miss my parents. Well, yeah, because you're like eight years old and you're shoveling shit in a barn. <laughs> yeah, sense. life sucks. <laughs> Enjoy you're being a kid. To cook. <laughs> You've been yelled at your whole life. Don't touch the snow! Let's save this for the Kid Nation episode. That's just a preview of of what what you're going to get. I could talk about Kid Nation for hours and (laughs) never ever going to be able to. When when they forced them to choose between like shitters and a TV, that was TV, baby. I could shit in the woods. I don't need nothing. I'll shit on bitches. (laughs) Children. Of course, children make horrible decisions. That's why they're fucking kids. Yeah, but it's still fun to watch. Lord of the Fly! When they're not yours. Die, Piggy! Yeah, oh, when's that, uh, that, uh, the, uh, conch gonna be broken? For the first, someone's glasses are gonna break. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um, I'm ready for that. <laughs> for a year. <laughs> every week. Every week. Bring it, motherfucker. I'm talking about Kid Nation. And we're going to have so much fun watching that this year. Are you keeping up with Top Chef? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Now, see. Oh, stop. Okay, yeah. Stop. Keep it. Yeah. We got to keep it. Yeah. Oh, keep it. So good. Move on. All right. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I don't um, run this shit. Two out of the four. <laughs> you know, the, the show may be changing, but you can still give us uh, a review at the iTunes Music yes. Store. If you would, hey, why are you fucking up my part, man? You got my name by it. So <laughs> we're going to go have to go on Kid Nation, Podcast Nation. Oh, we should do a whole podcast. Podcasters have to run a town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's going to last for about lynched. 12 hours. Yeah. If you'd like to give I would win, bitch. No, you get lynched. It takes bullpen bulletins three months to make a meal. And then they quit. (laughs) It was the best damn macaroni and cheese I ever had. That was the best goddamn meal you're going to get. If you'd like to uh, virtually give Chris a roofie and touch him in places that a month from now he'll remember and cry a lot about, uh, go to the iTunes uh, and leave a review. Uh, thanks to everyone who did, like Harma Instead, uh, <laughs> Harma Instead, Tesla, Tesla I'm like Coil, it out to Scotty Jeepoy thirteen. I mean, these aren't even fucking words. Let's face <laughs> it. Jeepoy thirteen and G Schnabel. 
Thank uh, you. And did we have someone comment here? What's this? Hey, oh, guys, yeah. Hey, guys at AC, I just want to inform you that you should check out the reviews in the Austri- Australian... No, Austrian. Oh, Austrian iTunes Jesus, store. Austria I'm has sorry. their own iTunes store? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that flag looks like. <laughs> I posted one there recently. I realized that a lot of European countries don't have popped... Don't have pop the review cherry of AC, and I'm sure you have a bunch of people listening in the old continent. I want to tell people if Austria blows up huge, I'll go there. And I will do, <laughs> I'll do a live remote from Austria? Vienna. Love the show. Take care, Bernie from Vienna, Austria. P.S. If someone is doing a Arnie voice while reading they this, mean Harry I'm gonna. Carey. Oh, they mean no, Harry. they mean Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to bad street brawler on your asses. That must be an Austrian, Austrian movie. Austrian movie, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, we must were, be we bad were, voice, But too. now I'm thinking about doing it now. But, uh, now we've got to re Oh, it. you know, the one thing I was going to uh, mention this week, because uh, I've been paying attention now to all of our African listeners, how many people from the continent of Africa have been coming to our, our yeah. website. Uh, this, this week, um, we've had six people from Africa Come to our website. So there you have six out of about uh, 4,000 visitors. Uh, oh, yeah, because 4,000 out of the population of the Earth is such a huge <laughs> number. Because we reach so many people all I'm over just the saying. Earth. That's a many people that live on my block. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, well, it's out there, though, Tom. So your, your dream of getting a podcast review or an email from, from Africa. Africa is alive and well. Thank you. Thank you, Africans. That was, uh, that email was uh, as if we don't know any of the countries in Africa. Thank you, continent. <laughs> Thank you, continent. <laughs> Thank you, continent. Thanks for showing up. Uh, that was from uh, that's from that's people. Continent. That's a giant continent. <laughs> Dude, we're just starting that. Hey, listen, we're just no, it was starting. Six. It was oh. six. It was six. All right, our okay. push, our <laughs> gone. Uh, and uh, remember to visit around comics. Uh, we post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum. We're not gonna. Are we gonna even? Do no, that we're not. So, so don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about that. Uh, but we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. We may drop that, too. Uh, thanks to InStock Trades for sponsoring this episode. We're going to keep them. Yeah, we're keeping, yeah, we're keeping InStock Trades. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we keep that. Hell, yeah. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials, InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. Your other new best friend should be <laughs> the Hero Initiative. We are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical <clears throat> aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into essential paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something essential to the people who have given us so much essential enjoyment. For more essential information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809 and ask only for the essential information. Yes. Call now! <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Oh, and don't forget uh, October uh, 6th and 7th, the 24-hour podcast that we're yeah. going to be part of. Get ready uh, for the spooktacular. Uh, www.24hourpodcast.com. I'll be wearing a thong. Yeah. And a I'm going to be wearing a suit. Um, at the end of October, I'm sure we'll have a spooktacular. Yes, yeah. I'm sure we will. I'm, I'm dressing up. Plans for that I'm dressing up this year for Halloween. Uh, tank oh, yeah. girl. I'm going to be tank girl. 
<laughs> uh, my girlfriend and I were uh, planning on doing um, the thong uh, and Walter <laughs> and the dude from the Big Lebowski. Oh. Sam was going to get a fake beard, and wear a robe, and I was going to put on roughly 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not going to be at the show next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be eating protein shakes. <laughs> <laughs> huge. Getting ripped. All right, well, we'd like to thank Mark, as always, for hosting us here mm. at Dark Tower Comics. Uh, for Mr. Tom Cater. Didn't want to take that home. Scotty Young. Don't speak for Thank me. You. Brian Salazar. Yes. This is the last time we're going to be here this late, I hope. I know. We'll see. I'm Christopher Neesman. Oh, don't ever, I didn't don't see, I didn't. fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your week. Please come back on Monday for the new Around Comics. The new 2.0. Neo Around Comics. <laughs> <laughs> with bullet tie. AC Nouveau. And then next Thursday, we will totally be back hip-hop. with another roundtable edition. We have no idea what's going to be on there other than uh, Kid Nation. And, and, I'll t- and I'll sweet shit. Yeah, sweet. Do you guys want me to call you? Because I have probably about five minutes about how wh- how stupid Kid Nation is <laughs> the show. About how a bunch of people sitting around a table decided, like... We know you have five minutes. You just did 15. I know. Let's do it. Bro. <laughs> we'll call you next week. Let's save it. We'll splice it I have in. more. I have more about Kid Much, Nation. much more. All right. Well, in the meantime... Uh, in between time... Uh, we'll be everywhere in... And around, around comics. Whatever you read and listen to, I'm in your head. <laughs> For the last time. Oh, wait, the Doom. If you would like to suggest a topic, Send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com, or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time, and the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2006. All rights reserved. I'm Bob Retall. What is the Weekly Comics Spotlight? Comics reviews from two fans with 65 years of combined comics reading experience who each get and read well over 100 different comics each month from Marvel, DC, and a wide variety of independent publishers. Reviews that highlight books that may not hit everyone's radar screen since most people don't buy so many different comics each month. Reviews with honest opinions. We enjoy comics, but realize not every issue that we read is a solid gold masterpiece. 
all in about 30 minutes. So please check out the Weekly Comic Spotlight at www.comicbookpage.com slash podcast.